Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained, and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. If you want to learn useful, practical how-tos of weight loss, exercise science, nutrition, or just how to optimize your time in the gym and life, this show is for you. Welcome to another episode of the Project Fitness Podcast 10-Minute How-Tos. And today in 10 minutes, I'm going to tell you how to do the carnivore diet. I'm going to explain what it is, how you do it, what you can expect. What is the carnivore diet? If you look on Google, if you talk to someone at the superstore, you're going to get all these crazy different rhetorics of what it is. People say it's it's you just eat muscle meat, you're just eating chicken thighs all day long, you're just eating chicken breasts, and then you'll eventually die of scurvy. Now, that is not the carnivore diet. Unfortunately, people are misinformed or they're just not doing their research. The carnivore diet that I followed was from a guy named Dr. Paul Saladino. Dr. Paul Saladino. Dino has revolutionized how the carnivore diet is done because he's looking at it from a medical perspective. Originally, he used it as a way to treat his own autoimmune disease, and then he found it was a way to live an optimal lifestyle. So the carnivore diet is a nose-to-tail diet. It's not muscle meat alone. You are also ingesting animal fat. You are also ingesting animal organs. You're having a very low-toxicity plant component of your diet. So the plants that you are eating, some are very high in toxins, some are much lower in toxins, and he tends to incorporate the low end. So for me, I would eat animal products, muscle meat, organs, and some plants. I mean, at one point I was eating no plants whatsoever, no vegetables, and then I started incorporating in avocado, some berries, and then some honey, just because I lost too much weight. Now, the reason why I wanted to do it was I just want to try it. I always feel that if I'm going to talk about something, I better have done it myself. Now, is the carnivore diet safe? Well, you know, our ancestors have been eating animals through the entirety of human evolution. And they were able to eat more animal products and that allowed their brain to grow in size at a faster rate. And that's how we've evolved. So sometimes you look online and, and you'll see people say that red meat causes cancer. But our species seem to evolve by eating a lot of meat and animal organs, not specifically getting cancer, or I don't think we'd be here if cancer existed hundreds of thousands of years ago. I read the book, The Carnivore Code by Dr. Paul Saladino, and I resonated a lot with what he was saying. In my industry, when I start working with people, one of the first things we're always told to do when it's nutritional advice is staying in our scope of practice, we just, you know, encourage people to eat more vegetables. And some clients will come back to me and they'd say, you know what, I'm bloating like crazy, like my digestive's all over the place, I'm diarrhea. It's just not good. And I'm like, well, that's, that's weird. Like vegetables just be really good for you. So I was always kind of skeptical about that. And then I would always reduce the amount they'd have and they'd feel a little bit better. And some people wouldn't feel good at all. They could not eat things like plant shades. They couldn't eat things, high amounts of beans, nuts, seeds. They just couldn't do it. And I'm like, that's bizarre. That's supposed to be good for us. So Paul Saldino brought forward a handful of analysis of showing that at different levels, certain things are toxic to the human body. And he said, plants don't have a defense system like an animal would. So they developed ways to defend themselves, and that's through toxins. Any amount of plant foods or even dairy appear to trigger the autoimmune system. This can lead to some form of inflammation or autoimmunity. In others, they can handle that no problem or at higher levels. 
Specific plant foods may be tolerated without apparent detrimental effects. Again, this is individual, but overall I find that most people tend to be okay eating animals and animal organs. And for me, I lost a bunch of weight. I started off at 197, I got down to 178 pounds. The goal wasn't necessarily to drop that much body weight, and I had to kind of stop because I was losing too much body weight. It was affecting my lifting, so I didn't want that to happen. So I started incorporating the athletic variation, which has included more carbohydrates into the diet, such as squash was one, rice, and then honey and berries. I added those two things in, and that allowed my weight to kind of balance and stabilize. So in the animal organs, different ones have different amounts of nutrients. So what nutrients am I talking about here and which organs? Well, liver. Liver became a staple into my nutrition. Liver is, is very rich in minerals like B vitamins, which complement those found in muscle meat. On the mineral side, liver is one of the best sources of copper, which we need for enzymes like superoxidative dismutase or SOD. SOD serves a critical role in the antioxidant management system in our bodies. So it is a form of detoxification. People say that you need to have plants and vegetables all the time to detoxify your body. Well, you also can when you eat something like liver that does detoxification. Liver also provides high amounts of iron, selenium, magnesium, which all aid in neurotransmitter production. So this is good for our brains. I remember getting my, my blood work done. My blood work came back. My B vitamins were through the roof. So was my vitamin D. There was no deficiency anywhere. My vitamin C levels were a little bit low. And uh, the naturopath said she was worried that I might be getting you know, scurvy. So I said, well, what does scurvy look like? Scurvy looks like this, 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 this. I said, I don't have any of those things. And then just looking into a little bit more research, I found that vitamin C levels at a recommended amount might actually just be too high for people. When if you were in a low category, I was in a low category, I didn't have any of the side effects. So I'm a big believer in trial and error and I tried it and there was no error. One of the other things that comes a lot with animal products such as animal organs is you can find good source of folate, biotin, riboflavin, but you're not going to get so much in muscle meat. And There is a collagen found in there so people are always taking these collagen supplements but they could just be eating collagen and, and eating the connective tissues on animals and eating the organs. And a lot of animal packs and they hunt down something and they kill it. The alpha, and wolves are a great example for this, the alpha wolf is the first one to eat. And guess what they go to eat? They go to eat the liver of the kill right away. They go right to the organs because that's the richest source of nutrients. So they eat that first. And if you were lower on the hierarchy in the pack, you get the muscle meat towards the end. Isn't that interesting? So that's kind of the carnivore diet and that's what I followed. So what did my day-to-day -day nutrition look like and what could you do? Well, I ate about three times a day. That was it. And it was very heavily favored towards red meat. I mean, I would start my day off with something like uh, six to eight ounces of red meat, whether it be ground up or it would just be a steak. And then with that, I would season everything with just salt. And then I would combine some form of organ with it. So I might have two ounces of liver with it. I might have two ounces of kidney with it. But essentially it would be like red meat in the morning six ounces of you know, ribeye steak, eight ounces of ground beef with two ounces of raw liver. And then everything that I was cooking with, I was using ghee butter. On a breakfast, I might just have you know, six eggs for breakfast with just salt on it. Sometimes for breakfast, I would have shrimp. I would have like half a shrimp ring and like two or three eggs with it. And then for lunch, I would tend to go to heavy on the organs. I might just have half a kidney, which might end up being about six or seven ounces of kidney. And then I would have, I might have some jumbo shrimp with it. From a seafood perspective, you know, scallops, mussels, shrimp, fish, and I would just eat it plain. The only thing that I would use to season anything would be salt, Himalayan salt or sea salt. I found that easily digestible, tasted good, added a lot of flavor to foods.
And then I would use like beef suet to cook things in, to get a little bit extra bit of fat. And then each day I would drink beef broth, homemade beef. And that was kind of like my staple drink to have to add a little few more nutrients, a few more calories. And then sometimes my breakfast, lunch, and supper would look very similar. Because of COVID, I wasn't going out having any social events. But if I were to go out and have a social event, I might just order, you know, two steaks or one steak. I did not eat a lot of chicken on this diet um, because I couldn't find good sources of chicken. So the meat that I had was grass-fed beef because we purchased a cow for the family. So I know that the nutrient quality and uh, the meat itself was quite good. I didn't want to compromise that, so I couldn't find any good sources of chicken, so it was very few amount of poultry that I ate on the diet. So some of the side effects that might come from this diet here, one is um, everybody looks at you like you have three heads, two, everyone assumes you have scurvy, three, there was no fiber on the diet, so everyone's probably wondering. But yes, I did poop. I pooped every day. They were glorious. I wish I could have taken photos to send to people. Well, my bowel movements were actually better. I had better bowel movements while following it. I'm not a great example because I felt pretty good prior, but some small things that I did notice is when I'd wake up in the morning and I would do some of my, my reading that I normally do, it didn't take me as long to get focused. I could get up and I'd grab a book and then I could zoom right in. I didn't have my mid-afternoon slumber that I used to have. That was just eliminated completely. So for me, that was a big one. For me, it was a pretty good experiment. I still follow it today with a few caveats with, again, with my body weight, I want to kind of keep it up. So I do eat a little bit more carbohydrates and I have reincorporated some of the other foods. I think it's the fifth food group called ice cream that is back in the diet. It is not a staple um, day to day, but it definitely is a staple when the sun gets above 30 degrees. So again, with this 10 minute how to, how to do a carnivore diet, if you want to do it, make sure you tell a physician first. And then I would always suggest going with two or three meals a day where you'd combine some form of muscle meat with an animal organ. Flavor it just with salt. Don't be using other things to flavor your food if you want to go extreme. If you want to go with a different tier version, if you go to carnivoremd.com, there's a series of different tiers, tier one, tier two, tier three, where some might have one meal, which is more carnivore-ish, and the other two would be standardized foods. And then the next tier might be two meals, and the next tier might be animals and then the next one might be animal animal organs so that's what the carnivore diet is that's how i did it and thanks so much for listening if you like this episode please share with a friend and leave a review on the apple podcast review section thanks so much never stop learning because life never stops teaching if you've learned at least one thing from this podcast then your mission is to help other people please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.